Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Compatibility. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Doc Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. This is The Look Ahead with Scott Seidenberg on VSIN, the sports betting network. Coming to you from the Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas, I'm Scott Seidenberg. It's The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Another exciting Sunday in the books as we shift our attention to the week ahead. But first, we look back like we always do. Not only was it a full slate of NFL games here on Sunday, but the World Series had an opportunity to end in Atlanta with the Braves holding a three games to one lead and a 4 nothing lead after the first inning, thanks to an Adam Duval Grand Slam. Speaking of Grand Slams, the Houston Astros in this postseason have given up the Grand Slam ball. And they've given it up a lot. In fact, they're the first team in Major League Baseball postseason history to allow more than two Grand Slams in a postseason. And they have allowed four Grand Slams this postseason. But being down four did not deter the Houston Astros offense going up against an Atlanta Braves bullpen day. The Astros rallied, and they score two runs in the second, two runs in the third, three runs in the fifth, adding runs in the seventh and the eighth, going on to beat the Braves 9-5, to stave off elimination, and take the series back to Houston for a Game 6. Adam Duval with that Grand Slam. He is the third player in World Series history with a first-inning Grand Slam. The Braves are the first team to score four runs 
in the first inning of a potential game clinching, a series clinching game since 1961 when the Yankees did that. Absolutely incredible. But the Astros, who were down 4 nothing, win the game. Only three teams in World Series history have overcome a four-run deficit when facing elimination. The last to do it, the 2002 Angels in Game 6 against the Giants. And we all remember how that series finished out. So maybe a good sign for the Houston Astros. But a tremendous come-from-behind victory. Uh, most importantly, avoiding elimination and sending the series back to Houston for a game six and seven. And even though they are underdogs, they have to feel good about themselves knowing that they are playing at home. The Braves are minus 210 to win this series. The Astros at plus 175. Currently, the Astros a minus 120 favorite to the Braves even money with a total of nine in game six. Uh, what a performance from the Astros, as I said, who um, had a big-time rally coming back from 4 nothing down to win the game 9-5. to five. And I'm not sure who is your MVP right now of the World Series. It's not my bet, Jock Peterson. He's not going to win it. But uh, Jorge Soler probably for the Braves. Adam Duvall with you know the Grand Slam, adding four more RBIs. That definitely helps. Carlos Correa. Could be the guy for the Astros. I mean, a big game here with three with three hits, two RBIs, and you know he's having a decent World Series. So if the Astros somehow come back to win, but then again, that script hasn't been written yet. So if the Astros come back to win, uh, whoever has the impact in these next two games could find themselves as the World Series MVP. And then for the Braves, I think there are a number of candidates who can jump out and who can win this award. But it's going to be exciting. It's going to be fun. And when that game is played on Tuesday, I, honestly, I think you just keep riding the overs. To me, that seems to be the best bet going in, in, these, play, in these Major League Baseball playoffs. Yes, you had a couple of low-scoring games. Uh, two of the games were low-scoring. You had the 2-0 Braves win. You had the 3-2 Braves win. But you had 6-2, 7-2, and 9-5. So overs are three and two right now in these games. And uh, with the way that the Astros offense has been playing and the capabilities of both teams to score runs, I think you're pretty confident that at some point you're going to be able to get there. Um, will it happen on Tuesday? I think I lean so in Houston with the designated hitter. Absolutely helps both teams offensively. It'll be Luis Garcia for the Astros. No announced starting pitcher for the Braves. And I think right now, despite being down three games to two, at the plus money value of 175, I think there's value on the Astros here. Let's remember, the Astros were the favorite coming into this series. And the Astros will be favored... In both Game 6 and, if necessary, Game 7. So instead of betting them at the minus 120 or whatever it goes off at by the time first pitch comes around on Tuesday, and then if they win, the same thing happening in Game 7 where they're a favorite, why not bet them at the plus money, at plus 175? 
Think about it. If they, if you bet them at plus 175 right now, and they lose game six, okay, so they lose the series, you lose your one unit. But if you bet them to win game six at minus 120, you would lose 1.2 units, assuming that you're making a one unit bet. If you bet them at the plus 175, and they win game six, you're getting incredible value on game seven because they'll be a favorite in game seven. They'll be a favorite. Well, the series bet will just be the game seven bet, but they'll be a favorite then. So if you risk that, you're going to lose out on your VIG because you're going to win your one unit for winning game six. You're going to lose out on your 1.2 or 1.3 or 1.4 if they lose game seven, you're going to be down 0.4. I think I'd rather just bet them to win the series at plus 175, thinking that they can come back with both games at home. Don't necessarily believe in touching the Braves at minus 210. I think the Braves will win this series. I, I, I picked the Braves before the series started. Playing in Houston doesn't deter me off of that pick, but in terms of the money value right now, it's at the plus 175 for the Houston Astros. So that's your World Series recap. Game six will be from Houston on Tuesday. Luis Garcia for the Astros. No announced starting pitcher yet for the Atlanta Braves as uh, this series continues on here uh, for Major League Baseball. The NFL had another exciting Sunday, and it was capped off by a Sunday night football game that perhaps you weren't expecting to be watching. And what I mean by that was you had Cooper Rush leading the Dallas Cowboys into Minnesota against the Vikings. Dak Prescott gets another week to kind of rest this calf that he's been dealing with. And honestly, well, with this Cowboys win, it's just absolutely tremendous for them in their standings. But I I never expected Dak to play in this game. I personally bet Minnesota. I had Minnesota in the my Circa contest picks uh, when the lines came out earlier in the week. I took them as the home dog or in a slight home dog, not knowing, obviously, the quarterback situation was announced yet. And I assumed, and you never want to assume, by the way, because you know what happens. But I figured, better way of saying it, that Dak was not going to play in this game. And the reason why I figured that was because I looked at the Cowboys' season as a whole and their goals and and where they are. This team coming into Sunday night football had a 5-1 and one record. The next closest team had just two wins at 2-5, and five in the Philadelphia Eagles and the Giants, who are 2-5. and five. So worst-case scenario, Eagles or Giants win and improve to 3-5, and five, and you lose and fall to 5-2. and two. You still have a two-game lead with a head-to-head win already. So you are in no, no position to lose out on your division lead. And it's important to get Dak Prescott healthy and have him at 100% because you could argue 
He's the most valuable player in the NFL. Although after Cooper Rush's performance and the Cowboys win, maybe downgrades him a little bit, but still. Cowboys numbers with and without him are just staggering. So I figured Dak Prescott's not going to play. It doesn't make sense for him to play in this game because it's a game that the Cowboys can afford to lose. And it turns out I was right. Dak doesn't play. Cooper Rush starts for Dallas. And it was so funny because, and, and kudos to Al Michaels and Collinsworth for bringing this up, but Kellen Moore was the backup on this team a couple of years ago to Dak Prescott. And Cooper Rush was the third stringer behind Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore is now the offensive coordinator. He's the coach for Cooper Rush. And so it was just a weird dynamic of of where, you know, coach and player and whatnot and, and all that fun stuff. But Rush, you know what? He wasn't great. He was good enough. 24 of 40 passing, 325 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. The Cowboys come from behind, shock the Vikings, 20-16 to 16 in a game that if you're a Vikings fan, you have to absolutely be sick that you did not win. Let me tell you about Indeed here. Indeed helps find great hires fast. Indeed is your all-in-one platform for interviewing, screening, and hiring high-quality people. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. I'm Scott Seidenberg. You follow along on Twitter at ScottsOnAir, S-C-O-T-T-S. O-N-A-I-R. Coming up next, we're going to get into the full slate of Sunday games here in the NFL and look ahead to the lines for this coming week. This is The Look Ahead here on VCB Sports Betting Network. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. 
Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my dance, <laughs> Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in, so you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. This is the look ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. We have some great news for our Colorado based VSIN fans. We have partnered with Altitude Sports Radio, and starting Monday, all of your favorite VSIN shows, including this one, can be heard live on Altitude Radio, 9 50 a.m. in Denver. We are extremely excited about this partnership that brings VSIN to a great sports city with a growing audience of sports bettors. Tune in to hear all VSIN shows live on Altitude Radio, 9.50 a.m. in Denver, starting on Monday. Scott Seidenberg back here with you, the look ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. It was an exciting week eight Sunday in the NFL, and one game in particular really, uh, really got my juices flowing. Not just because I'm a fan of this team, uh, which I'm a long-suffering fan of, but because it's a spot that I had talked about a lot last week. And everyone that I seemed to talk to about it had the same response. Yeah, but it's the Jets. The Cincinnati Bengals coming into this game against the Jets had the best record in the AFC, uh, had... All the momentum had all the emotions of beating the Baltimore Ravens. Not just winning against the Baltimore Ravens, but just beating the Baltimore Ravens to take over first place in the AFC North. And next week, they take on the Cleveland Browns in a key divisional game. Playing on the road against the hapless New York Jets, it can be easy to let down get up as much. Plus, I I just felt that this was going to be a sneaky spot for the Jets with the quarterback switch. Uh, Last week, Zach Wilson gets hurt. Mike White has to come in in relief, and the Jets really had no chance against Bill Belichick and the Patriots. They, They were terrible. But I felt with a full week of practice now with Mike White as the quarterback, I'm not saying that Mike White's better than Zach Wilson or Mike White's the the next big thing in quarterbacks, but having a guy who's been in the league a couple of years, having a guy who had the opportunity to sit on the sidelines and kind of view things from a different perspective, now getting a full week of practice with the starters, 
I thought the line was just a little high to give 10 points to the Jets, 10 and a half, depending on where you got it. It's, it's too many points to give the Jets at home. And Mike White comes out and balls out. 37 of 45 passing. 405 yards, three touchdowns, did throw the two interceptions, but the Jets stunned the Bengals 34-31. Joe Burrow, 21 of 34 passing, 259 yards, three touchdowns, and an interception, and the interception came uh, at the worst possible time. The Jets had just scored a touchdown to turn it into a one-possession game. It was 31-20 Cincinnati, and the Jets scored. This is in the fourth quarter. The Jets scored to make it 31-26. They um, attempted the um, the, they, 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 34-26. They don't, get the, they don't get the conversion. So they're down 31-26. And on one play, Joe Burrow throws an interception. And then two plays later, it was Mike White to Tyler Croft for the go-ahead touchdown. And then they did the uh, two-point conversion, a little bit of a Philly, Philly, Philly special. Jets get it 34-31, the final score of the game. Uh, They held the Bengals. The Bengals punted, the Jets got the ball, never gave the ball back to Cincinnati at the end. And so the Jets stunned the Bengals, winning outright as a double-digit dog, 34-31, the final score. And with that, finally, finally, we have a breakthrough in Survivor Leagues. Here at the Circa, 871 selections on the Cincinnati Bengals were eliminated from the pool. 40.9%, so basically 41% of the pool eliminated with the Cincinnati Bengals. The other major pick for this week is the Kansas City Chiefs. 734 selections, 34.4% of the pool is on the Kansas City Chiefs who will play the Giants on a Monday night football and the Giants, who are also heavy double-digit dogs and have a great record of covering on the road, do they pull they an upset just like the Jets did and eliminate basically 72%, 73% of the survivor pool? I hope not because I have uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. But <laughs> it's just wild that we've gone a couple of weeks without having these upsets. And I talked about it. Several, uh, the past couple of weeks, that to this point, through the first seven weeks of an N- of this NFL season, we had not had a an underdog of more than seven and a half points win a football game this year. Well, now that's over because the Jets won as heavy underdogs against the Cincinnati Bengals. So a huge win for the Jets, a tough loss for the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, but you got to pick yourself up and you got to go up against a banged up Cleveland Browns team who lost yet again here on Sunday in an AFC North battle with the Pittsburgh Steelers. 
Uh, ben Roethlisberger, 22 of 34, passing 266 yards and a touchdown. Baker Mayfield, 20 of 31, 225 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. Nick Chubb, he played 16 carries, 61 yards. That's it. The, the receiving, I mean, Jarvis Landry played all right, had a couple of catches, had a, uh, a huge lost fumble. Odell Beckham Jr., I don't I don't know what to say about this guy anymore. He is he's a non-factor. He is and and what's crazy is at one point Odell Beckham Jr was considered to be the premier wide receiver in the league. A guy that was what? Was he a first round, late first round, definitely early second round fantasy football stud? Right now, you have no reason to even have this guy on your roster. Whether you're in a 12-team league or a 14-team league, just drop this guy. He had one target in this game. One target. Against Denver last week, two catches on six targets, 23 yards. Okay, he had 79 yards against Arizona. Two catches for 20 yards against the Chargers. Two catches for 27 yards against Minnesota. And then week one, he had five catches for 77 yards. He has not scored a touchdown this season. He is a non-factor right now for the Cleveland Browns. One catch for six yards on one target in this game. And the Steelers, uh, you know, Najee Harris had a great game. 26 carries, 91 yards and a touchdown. And Pittsburgh, you know, don't look now. But when we were talking about the AFC North standings a couple of weeks ago, and the Pittsburgh Steelers seemed like a lost team, a team that just wasn't scoring on offense. Um, they were losing bad football games. You know, they lose to um, the Packers in a game that they really didn't have a chance in. They lose to the uh, Raiders in a game that that was surprising they because they were heavy favorites in that one. They lose to the Bengals, and you're sitting here going, well, it's a lost season for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers are 4-3 and three now, and they're one game out of the division lead. Ravens are 5-2, and two, Bengals are 5-3, and three, Steelers are 4-3. and three. Pittsburgh coming up is going to take on the Bears at home. They'll be favored in that one. They're going to take on the Lions at home. They'll be favored in that one. This is going to be, or it should be, Prior to their game on November 21st in L.A. against the Chargers, this will be a 6-3 and three football team. Considering where they started to where they are now, that is just a tremendous turnaround for this Steelers team. And the Cleveland Browns at 4-4 four and four have got to be one of the biggest disappointments of this early football season. Because this is a team that was favored to win the division along with the Ravens and a darling pick of many pundits to go to the Super Bowl or at least make a run in the AFC postseason. This is a team right now that probably won't make the playoffs. And yes, injuries have played a role, but it's also been some very poor play, not great coaching from Coach of the Year, Kevin Stefanski. It's just been a down, ugly year 
for the Cleveland Browns. Let's get a report from the book. Dwayne Colucci from the Rampart Race and Sportsbook will join me next. We'll recap Week 8 Sunday in the NFL. Take a look at Monday Night Football. The Chiefs and the Giants coming up next. Here on The Look Ahead, I'm Scott Seidenberg on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Make this football season your best sports betting season ever. Start your VSIN free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts, including 24 7 video streaming, daily best bet emails, betting splits with the money and ticket percentages on every game, plus full access to VSIN.com data and analysis. You get everything VSIN has to offer for only $22 per month. Sign up now at vcin.com slash subscribe. If you are a subscriber, then you got the best bet emails and you certainly were able to read our college football best bet article on Saturday where yours truly had to had a nice, perfect 3-0 day. So congratulations to all our subscri- subscribers that follow. Uh, let's talk about this week eight slate in the NFL. We'll get into a variety of topics with my man Dwayne Colucci from the Rampart Race and Sportsbook. Dwayne, happy Halloween. Was it a trick-or-treat here on Sunday? Well, it was a treat for the books. I'll be <laughs> honest with you, Scott. <laughs> These were tough games to handicap. From a handicapper's perspective, as well as a bookmaker's perspective, you know, it was very difficult to come up with some of these outcomes. And especially, you know, we're going to start right off the bat with the Jets, with mm-hmm. Mike White. I mean, that was definitely favorable for us. You have such a good team, and you think a solid team in Cincinnati, and then all of a sudden, you know, you just, uh, you seen the Jets in the, the latter stages of the game, especially the fourth quarter, outscoring them by 10, just take control of the game. And then Cincinnati didn't have an answer. White had 405 yards and three touchdowns, outthrowing and outperforming the great Joe Burrow. So that was right off the bat, one of the bigger games for the books. I, I mean, then you just add some of the other little tidbits in. I mean, the Falcons upset by the Panthers. Even though you think that's a smaller scale game, it just helped us along. And, uh, you know, you did have a couple of favorites covering this guy. You know, the Rams were way ahead. And then, you know, the guy, the line got up there very high. So you did have some, uh, you know, money changing hands as the Texans scored 22 points in the fourth quarter. But, uh, you know, some of these games, you, you look at the blowout of the Eagles blowing out the Lions. You had good two-way action there. A little more action on the Browns, and the Steelers upset them. A lot of people weren't, uh, you know, sure about the 49er and bad game. Then the Patriots with a nice upset. You know, so it came together for us as bookmakers, and the handle was unbelievable, especially with the public, you know, doing quite well in the last couple of weeks. So the handle was up there, and uh, we made out well. What was the action like on that Bucks saints game? Uh, you know, the Saints is a home yeah. underdog. I mean, I took them in, in, in the contest picks, and I, I looked at, obviously, the history. The Saints have won. Now it's six in a row in the regular season uh, against the uh, the Buccaneers. But the Bucks yeah. certainly, as, as well as they've played Tom Brady at, at an MVP level this season, what was the action like on, on that game? 
Yeah, the action was good uh, two ways. A little more on the Bucks. We actually made out on that game as well. But like you said, the Saints had a, a prolific record against them. And Jameis Winston was playing so well. Unfortunately, now he may be out for the season for the Saints after a catastrophic injury. And you see Tom Brady turned the, the ball over three times. So that definitely helped. But it was definitely a shock the way Simeon played. I mean, down mm-hmm. the stretch, he was pretty accurate there, Scott. And he was outperforming Tom Brady. So, you know, at my shop and the South Point, we have a lot, a lot of uh, Patriot Buccaneer backers. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they definitely are enamored with Tom Brady. So we made out a little bit on that game. But like you said, a lot of the Sharps were looking to take the points at home, especially with a team like the Saints now 5-2 and and just performing well. But it's going to change. We're going to see how their quarterback situation plays out, if Taysom comes back and all that, or if Simeon leads them further along. So, you know, it it worked out for us. Another game that played into our favor. But we did have some sharps on the Saints, like you said. A lot of people were looking to take those points. Dwayne, how about them Cowboys? Uh, (laughs) Cooper Rush leading the way. And, And for Minnesota, and I was a Minnesota backer, I'll admit it, but this was just a pathetic loss. How do you not win this game? You had every opportunity to do so. The dink and dunks just bother me to no end. Nobody throws a third down pass short of the, short of the sticks better than Kirk Cousins' tweet. So. <laughs> well, he's like the perfect fantasy quarterback. We always say that. You know, I've talked to my colleagues and my coworkers about this a lot. Kirk Cousins does what's exactly efficient for his stats and what he feels is the right thing to do. He's not going to make the mistake, but he's not going to go for it on the third down. Like you said, third and five, he's going for four. And, you know, really, Cook didn't get off all that much this uh, weekend. 18 carries, 78 yards. Uh, I think Zeke was used properly, and it was amazing. You know, you had Cooper Rush going to Amari Cooper, which was amazing in the end. Cooper really, uh, Amari played amazing, let me say that. You know, you saw him on the sideline. He was working out that leg. He was even sliding on a tennis ball there, Scott. And then he comes in and catches that touchdown at the end, and that just sealed the fate. And I'll be honest, I'm a Cowboy fan, but I really thought Minnesota had the favorable advantage without Dak Prescott in there. And a lot of the public felt that way. You saw the line movement, one and a half opener, two opener at the Rampart South Point. And then before you know it, before game time, the Vikings are four, four and a half. So, so you know, that, mm-hmm. was a, that was a weird, weird outcome right there. Where do you have the Cowboys now in terms of their futures? Uh, look, you're looking at this team. They're going to have a home game in the playoffs, at least one Uh, But looking at their record, there's a chance that they could have more than one. Uh, But you know they're winning that division, so they're at least getting one home game in the postseason. And the way that they've been playing, maybe they can beat anybody. Where where do you have to move the Cowboys now? Well, you have to make adjustments, and you have to watch Dak Prescott's uh, health, definitely. That's what we take into consideration. Moving along, there's still a lot of football to be played. The NFC is a very, very difficult conference right now to handicap. You have some superior and some really strong teams in there. So I don't want to overvalue the Cowboys just yet from a bookmaker standpoint. They're still in the NFC East. But like you said, you're able to rest players because you have that advantage of that division, and you're most likely, if not a lock, to win the division. 
So we have to take that into consideration. We're going to look at the schedule as we move along, but playing very well and now proving without their key component, Dak Prescott, that they could beat a somewhat, you know, good team in Minnesota and shut them down. And actually you're seeing McCarthy outcoach the opponent, which is such a rare feature. If Dallas continues, Scott, to put this together, you have to value them and you have to look forward at the upcoming schedule. Like I said, Denver is a winnable game. Atlanta, another winnable game. And especially at home against Atlanta, you're not going into Atlanta. And they didn't even win at home this week. Then you have big matchups against Kansas City and Vegas and New Orleans. So there's some big matchups in there. There's a lot of football to be played. But the Cowboys right now look very, very good. Watch the health, though, of their key players. Watch the health of that secondary, the defense, especially Dak Prescott. Dwayne, uh, what's the book need on Monday night? Giants and Chiefs. The Chiefs laying a, a big number here at home, but the Giants do have this incredible record of covering on the road under Daniel Jones. Yeah, you know, it's amazing, too. We are seeing some sharp action come in on the New York football Giants, and we're sitting at 10 at the Rampart and South Point, 52. Not much movement from the opener, exactly the same as we opened it. So we're seeing good two-way action. Lots of teases and parlays are attached to this game. Uh, you know, I don't believe the public right now is really backing Patrick Mahomes the way they used to. I'm getting a sense that, yeah, we're going to see some action because Daniel Jones is pretty solid in the limelight. But still, this is the Giants. This is a key, key game. Let me point that out to the public, even from a bookmaker's standpoint, for the Kansas City Chiefs. This is a huge game for them, and I believe they're going to make a statement. I think it's a lopsided game, in my opinion. I think the Chiefs are really going to come out and prove something. But if that defense is lackluster like it's been so often this season, the Giants could keep up with 10 points. So, great betting game. Let me be honest with you, Scott. Yeah, I think it's going to be fun to watch, and you're right. It's so yeah. important. Uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs. One final thing, World Series now headed to a Game 6 back in Houston. How's the action been like for the World Series over at the Rampart and South Point? Oh, it's been solid, I'll tell you the truth. And tonight we definitely needed Atlanta, but Houston came through once again, you know, the resiliency of this Astro team year in and year out. And it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Now the series returns back to Houston. Very important. I want to see how the pitching matchups are. We didn't hang a line yet uh, at the Rampart and South Point. I'm looking right now. So, uh, you know, it's going to be interesting. I'm seeing a lot of 120s on the Houston favorite side. We'll be close to that. And, we're, uh, you know, it, it's a great series. The handle has been really exceptional despite the Dodgers or the Red Sox not being there, which is more of what we were accustomed to and wanting from a handle perspective. But the Astros and the Braves have really brought it. A lot of parlays and a lot of different, uh, you know, propositions that we're putting up each night. People are wagering on them and enjoying this World Series. It's been quite exciting, I got to say. And uh, Houston was resilient tonight. They put up a lot of runs. Game went over. We'll see how it moves on. He is Dwayne Colucci. Say hi to him at the Rampart if you're in town or follow him on Twitter at NYBookieDwayne. Appreciate the time, Dwayne. I'll talk to you next week. Oh, always. Thank you so much for having me on, guys. There he is, Dwayne Colucci from the Rampart Race and Sportsbook, the Rampart Casino here in town. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Coming up next, we'll get into that Monday night football game between the Giants and the Kansas City Chiefs in what could be called the must win for the Chiefs, even though I hate doing that, but they can't lose this game. It's the look ahead here on Visa, the Sports Betting Network.
Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids. But I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my game. <laughs> Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. The Breeders' Cup is next weekend, and First Bet wants you to be ready. Sign up today with promo code VEGAS1000 and receive $10 instantly and up to a $1,000 bonus. And head to first.com slash guide for the First Bet Breeders' Cup wager guide full of expert picks and analysis for all the biggest races. Use the bonus code Vegas1000. Visit vcin.com slash horses for details. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. It's the look ahead here on vcin, the sports betting network. Week 8 in the NFL will wrap up with Monday Night Football from Arrowhead. The Kansas City Chiefs laying a 10-point number against the Giants. 
it's a high number, guys. It really is. And uh, I want to take the Giants. And to be honest, I took the Giants in the contest because 10.5 is just such a high line. And the Giants, the numbers do back them. The numbers back the Giants here on the road. Under uh, Daniel Jones at starting quarterback, the Giants are 12-4 and four against the spread as a road underdog. 12-4 and four against the spread as a road underdog. At home, they're atrocious. On the road, they cover. And now you're giving this team 10 and a half against a Saints team that just hasn't, uh, excuse me, against a Chiefs team that hasn't been able to really stop anyone, a Chiefs team that is not blowing people away. I mean, they they, they got a, a big win against the uh, Washington football team that really the, the score was not indicative of how that game actually played out. And the other big win was against the Eagles, and they totally allowed Philly back in that game, and it was 42-30, and the the Chiefs actually scored late because it was a 35-23 game. They scored to make it 42-23, and then the Eagles scored again at the end. So it was just, it was a, whatever. The game played out differently, and I just, this team, very frustrating looking at this Kansas City Chiefs team. A couple of weeks ago, or maybe it was last week, I kind of likened them to Clemson, where they had all these expectations coming into the season based off their past performance. But this just isn't the same team. And I had bet against Clemson multiple times when they were heavy favorites because I felt that they were just being these heavy favorites because of name recognition and not based on how they were playing. And Clemson wasn't covering. And the Kansas City Chiefs, are not covering. The Kansas City Chiefs are a very bad team against the spread right now. In fact, they are 2-5, and five, the second worst record in the NFL against the spread through their first seven games. And the Washington football team is the only team that's worse than them. They're 1-7 against the spread. The Chiefs are 2-5 and five this year against the spread. So how could, how could I back them laying 10 and a half? But in terms of winning this football game, I can't, I can't see them losing. And you never want to call a game a must win unless it's a true elimination game. There's no such thing as a must win unless a loss results in you being eliminated. But the Chiefs are 3-4 and four right now. And looking at the rest of that division, Vegas is 5-2. and two. Chargers lose, which absolutely helps the, the Chiefs. They're 4-3. and three. Broncos, they're 4-4. Four and four. And the Chiefs are in last place at 3-4. and four. In terms of the playoff standings right now in the AFC, the Kansas City Chiefs, are the 11th seed in the postseason. Seven teams will make the playoffs, and they are the 11th seed 
They got a couple teams ahead of them right now. Broncos four and four, Browns four and four, Patriots four and four, Chargers four and three. So <laughs> the fact that there's been a lot of parity so far in the AFC definitely helps them in terms of their playoff race because it's not like the NFC where you have the Cardinals and Rams or the Cardinals, Rams, and Packers are all seven and one. The Cowboys are six and one. And then you have Bucks at six and two, Saints at five and two. It's a little different in the AFC where the Bills and Ravens are both five and two. The Titans are six and two and have the best record. And then you get the Raiders at five and two. And then you got a bunch of four and three teams. So it's it's more feasible in the AFC for the Chiefs to turn this thing around and make the postseason. But if they lose and they fall to three and five, it just gets that much harder. Is it impossible for them to make the playoffs after starting three and five? No, but look at their schedule. It does not get easier. They play the Packers, Raiders, Cowboys, Broncos, Raiders, Chargers, Steelers, Bengals, and Broncos. This is going to be a tough stretch for the Kansas City Chiefs. This is their last game where they will be a north of a touchdown favorite. Maybe in their home game against the Broncos, they could be north of a touchdown. I don't see it being north of seven. They won't be north of seven at home against the Raiders. Certainly not north of seven home against the Steelers. And in their road games, it's not going to happen either. Not at Denver, not at uh, in L.A., not in Cincy, not in not not in um, in Vegas. North of seven, not going to happen. Next week, they're three point favorites at home against the Packers. Currently, right now. So this is as close to a must-win as you can have on your schedule for the Kansas City Chiefs. They cannot afford to lose this game. And the other thing that's going against them is that the perception of this team is so in the gutter right now after that performance against the Titans and the way that this season has started out for them, the play of Patrick Mahomes the nine interceptions, the turnovers, uh, the perception of this team is just bad right now. And so if they lose this game as a 10.5-point favorite at home to the Giants, it's going to go from bad to worse in, in Kansas City. This is a game that they have to have. I took the Chiefs in Survivor. A lot of people, it's the second most popular pick of the week behind the Bengals. The Bengals lose to the Jets on the road as a 10-point favorite. The Chiefs at home laying 10.5 to the Giants. I just can't see it happening. I I could, I, I called, I didn't call the Jets victory, but I, I picked the Jets to cover. And yes, even though I picked the Giants to cover, I still don't think the Giants are going to win. I took the Giants to cover because 10.5 is a big number. And I think they lose this game by a touchdown. Maybe a little bit less. 
but I don't think the Giants are going to be in a position to win this game against the Kansas City Chiefs. And the back door is always open when it's a 10.5-point spread. You, know, you can get to that 10-point loss. Maybe 31-21 final. Chiefs beat the Giants. Giants cover. Thank you. Chiefs win easily. Giants cover. Uh, this could be a 31-14 game, and the Giants score a touchdown late in the fourth quarter and make it 31-21. Happens all the time. I mean, look at what happened in the uh, game with the Rams on Sunday against the Texans. Rams were up 38 to nothing, and the Texans scored 22 points unanswered in the fourth quarter. And the line that was 16 and a half, uh, guess what happened? One by 16. So anything could happen with the 10 and a half point spread. But the, the, the Chiefs have to have this game. Uh, I think you could possibly look at the Chiefs if you want to take a look at maybe uh, a, a teaser spot or a, a money line parlay. If you're looking at, you know, a team, you know, during the week, maybe maybe Chiefs and combined with the Colts on Thursday. Colts are playing the Jets on Thursday. Jets are going to be coming off this win. Colts coming off the loss against the Titans. Thursday night always seems to benefit the home teams. Uh, it's It'll be interesting. I just can't lay the 10.5 with the Kansas City Chiefs. Love them on the money line. Love them to win this game. It's why I picked them in Survivor. But I got to go with the Giants at the 10.5 number. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Coming up next, we're going to get into college football. Recap what happened on Saturday. Take a look ahead to next week. This is The Look Ahead here on Visa V Sports Betting Network. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.